You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. This summer, I'm preaching a sermon series called Steps to Christ. I want to walk closer with Jesus, and I would be so grateful if I could help you walk closer with Him. In preparation for this series, I've been reviewing a little book called Steps to Christ by Ellen White. It was first published in 1892, and it has helped countless people around the world walk closer with Jesus, and it's had a large impact on my own spiritual growth. The book has 13 chapters, and I've had the privilege of having conversations with leaders in the Alaska Conference. That's the organization that my church belongs to, and I've talked with them about the message of this book and how it can help us walk closer with Jesus. So for today's episode, I'm sharing one of these conversations. Here it is. God said to the prophet Jeremiah, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And that all your heart piece is what I want to think about in this conversation. We are taking steps to Christ and this step is the step of consecration. And I'm having this conversation with Pastor Kevin Miller. And what do you have to share with us about consecration? So, When God asks us to do something, when he asks us to consecrate totally to him, it's not out of some uh, megalomania, as as the devil would like to paint it, right? It's because he's already totally committed himself to to us. Mm -hmm. And so what he's asking for is that reciprocity. Mm -hmm. So think about this uh, as we think about consecration. God asks us to have faith in Him. You know why? Because God has faith in us. Mm -hmm. When that that hit me, it was like, whoa, because He's given us some things to do, right? Mm -hmm. And He has faith that we're going to do those things. And it's it's, just amazing, right? And so He says, have faith in me, right? And so it always stems first from who God is. So when He told Jeremiah to, to consecrate everything, give me the whole... You know, it's because I've already given you my whole. Yeah. 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 If if anyone's ever tempted to think God's kind of selfish, uh, yeah, he's he's yeah, just yeah. asking for us to to do the very best thing for us. Exactly. <laughs> give exactly. It, give it all to me. And so here here's the here's the the, the quote uh, from from Steps to Christ. There's power uh, for me in this moment anyway. He God desires that man the crowning work of his creative power. So that's telling us that God has consecrated himself, that he put all of his creative uh, ability right, into who we are. Uh, so he's consecrated. He desires that man, the crowning work of his creative power, shall reach the highest possible development. Now, you know, think about that for just a moment. As I read this, he sets before us the height of blessing to which he desires to bring us through his grace. He invites us to give ourselves to him that he may work his will in us. And it remains for us to choose whether we will be set free from the bondage of sin to share the glorious liberty of the sons of God. Now, for me, there's there's a lot packed into those short sentences. That's why I love this book. I mean, it's a short book, but man, alive. You can just dive right in here, right? And so, 
that he wants us to reach the highest possible development. I've often thought about uh, Adam when he was created. Adam was created in perfection. He was a perfect creation when he came into this world. But there were things that he had to learn. So God took him out and said, I want you to look at these, these cre- creatures I've created, and now I want you to name them. And so Adam had to get to know the animals. He had to get to know the creation that he was a part of so he could put a name to it. Uh, there, there were things that he was learning about God who had just brought him into existence in perfection, remember this. But he was learning things about his creator as he was perusing and going through the creation. And God had said, I want him to be the steward of all of this, right? I want him to rule and have dominion over the creation, over the world. And so when you think about that and you think about what God wants for you on this side of creation, right? The sinful side of it now, uh, it's amazing that he wants our highest possible development. He's, again, putting in his all for us. That's right. But to get to that highest possible development requires us to put our all in as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, My dad told me when I got married, he said, son, he said, you know how people tell you marriage is 50-50? He said, it's not right. He said, what happens to the other 50%? So he said, it's Mm 100-100. If you want to have a successful marriage, you put everything in. Right. And so with our relationship with God, with our experience with Jesus, with our walking with him spiritually, we've got to put everything we are into it. Uh, You know, again, we'll go back. I was a soldier at one time. I had to put that in. I had to put in my family. I had to put in what I was going to do for a career. I had to put in all my wants, dreams, wishes and ambitions into Jesus. Right. And in the, in the resulting fact is when he talks about he wants our highest development, man, you know, uh, the Navy, I think it was, used to have, it's not just a job, it's an adventure. They had no idea what they were talking about if you were walking with yeah. Jesus, right? I mean, I have, I have experienced things that as a, as on this journey with Jesus that I would never have experienced otherwise, um, I've, I've been blessed and privileged to baptize people. I mean, come on, really? Uh, little old me, I get to do that? Uh, I've, I've been privileged to be influential in people's lives so that they will take the next step with Jesus. Me? Really? God used me for that? I mean, uh, that highest possible development. Uh, when I first started thinking about coming to to be a pastor i didn't have any real education outside of high school and um and now you know i have a, 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 a i have some education i have some things that and i got through it and the lord helped me get through it right because uh, i don't like sitting in classrooms so so this this idea of us consecrating ourselves to us really has and begins to reap uh, the rewards of that walking with Jesus. Uh, we were talking earlier before we set it up here about about the NBA finals are happening right now while we're filming this, right? Yeah. And uh, so these athletes have 
have consecrated themselves. And when I say consecrated, they've orchestrated their lives around being professional athletes. So what they eat, what they put into their bodies, how they work out, the, the kinds of things that they're doing, where when they go to bed at night, when they sleep, uh, are all a part of the consecration of winning an NBA championship. LeBron James is one of the players still in with the Los Angeles Lakers, and he's been doing this for 20 years at a high level. He's 38 years old, and in a professional athlete's life, that's getting old. And yet he's playing at the highest level because his life has been consecrated to fulfilling this dream of being an NBA player right, at the highest level. And so, as the Apostle Paul noted in his day, athletics were there, and he talked about you know, them putting their consecration in for a crown that, that doesn't it fades away. We're not going to remember next year who won it this year. What about the crown that never fades away? What are we willing really to put in? Is it really too expensive? Is it too time consuming? Is it really too, am I too tired for it? Am I, you know, are those kind of, are those really the, the excuses or the, the barriers that we're going to allow to keep us from experiencing everything that God wants us to experience? Yeah. But we have to do it in total. It can't be a piecemeal thing. Yeah. So you mentioned what what God has given for us, and there's a place in, in that chapter that says that if we ever think that He's asking too much of us, think about what He's given to you. Exactly. And you talked about this highest possible development. I think one of the last lines you read was um, this being in the liberty of sons of freedom, yep. or the freedom of sons of liberty. That He's in, in consecration. He's inviting us into liberty. That's right. So the idea we have, you know, if you're investing money into something or you're given time, you're thinking, man, my boss just, he wants all my stuff and right. I'm going to have less. This, this person wants all my money and I'm going to have less. But what God's calling us into is you give it all to me and you're going to have so much more. There's That's right. This vast horizon of possibility and development and freedom. So it is not, it is not a hard thing. I guess it's hard. It is not a burdensome, ugly thing to give everything and leave nothing behind for Jesus. I think there's a, there's a mind shift that has to happen, it's a mental leap maybe, and a heart leap for sure, about what the world we live in, the reality of what we live in, right? Mm -hmm. If we totally consecrate, we're set up for vulnerability, we're set up to be hurt. We're set up to uh, get taken maybe or whatever, you know. Uh, and nobody wants that. So we protect ourselves and so we don't commit totally. We don't commit yeah. totally to marriage. We don't commit totally to our job. We don't commit totally to um, our families or whatever because, well, i got to have a peace for me in case, in case it all goes south. And what God is saying is, I've already committed everything to you. So there's no, there's, no, uh, there's no risk in committing everything to me. Yeah. Uh, and if you want true freedom, you know, that's, a, that's something that's going around now and what's free and what's not free. And if you really want true freedom, then, then consecrate to me because I'm going to lead yeah. you into that total true freedom 
that is only found in Jesus, uh, freedom from sin, freedom from hate, freedom from um, bitterness, freedom from the things that destroy us, freedom from all of that kind of stuff, right? And the ability to live and experience life, not only in the hereafter, but also right now to its fullest potential. That's right. You've painted it in a way that I want it. (laughs) Consecration. And for those who are joining us in these conversations and wanting to grow spiritually, um, just consider your consecration. And maybe maybe considering in a, a way we don't want to, that maybe we haven't been so consecrated or maybe uh, we're holding something back. And I think it's a trust issue. I think it's a trust. Do we trust that the God who's given everything for us has something better than we could afford by holding something back? And just Bible story after Bible story, we have some graphic ones like Ananias and Sapphira who didn't trust. They didn't trust that giving all of it, losing all of it to God would actually bring more to them and I think of the words of Jesus, uh, he who loses his life will find it, but then the opposite, he who, who will not give up his life will lose it. And maybe the step you need right now in growing spiritually is to recognize that it hasn't been a 100% surrender. And there's something else he's calling, and you could take the step of consecration and, and that could open doors of spiritual growth, maybe to take you to a, a place spiritually where you thought was only for other people, but it's for you. And God has that promise for everyone. It says, you seek me and find me. You will find me when you seek me with all your heart. So I'm going to ask Pastor Miller to lead us in a prayer for consecration. Our gracious Father in heaven, we're so grateful for the consecration you have made to us through Jesus, our Savior and our Lord. And then as we find and begin to taste, you said to come to the table, uh, uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And we, we have tasted. We know that you're good. And we know that we can trust you. And it's hard to do sometimes in this whole world here. And so help us. Give us that that power. Give us your spirit that would Help us overcome whatever inhibitions we may have, whatever is holding us back, whatever vulnerability we feel or or hurt that we may uh, have experienced somewhere in the past. Help us to overcome those things so that we can give ourselves totally, totally to you. Uh, Mind, body, soul, and that we will find that you will honor your promise that uh, you, you will be found. You, we will know you. We will experience you in ways that uh, is hard to imagine. And so we thank you for your, your generous promises. We thank you for all that you have experienced. And Lord, now I ask that there is somebody out there who is needing and is feeling, is feeling your call. Help them to step out in that faith that will um, bring so much uh, meaning and and joy and uh, liberty, freedom uh, to their lives. And so we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. 
Your servant is listening. Well, thank you for listening to Speak, Lord. And as a Speak, Lord listener, I want you to know that I pray every day for your spiritual growth. I hope that these conversations are helping you to take steps with Jesus. And if you want to go deeper in the Steps to Christ journey, I invite you to check out the sermon series that follows the same study. You can find that at PastorRyanRogers.com. And I will not be preaching the last half of the series. From July 29 to September 19, the messages that are shared in the series will be shared by some friends of mine who are stepping in while I'm gone on sabbatical. And if you would pray for my time away, I would appreciate it. I'm anticipating a really special time with family and with God, and I look forward to coming back refreshed and ready to share some of that blessing with you right here on Speaking.